David W. Palmer. Romans 8 1-2 NKJV, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now that Paul has mentioned the person of the Holy Spirit, we need to go back and see how Scripture introduces him in the New Testament, and especially how Paul introduces him in Romans. The Holy Spirit is first mentioned in the NT as the source of Mary's pregnancy with Jesus. Therefore, we know He is capable of bringing things to birth through a human. This tells us that He can bring forth fruit unto God through us, Romans 7 4 KJV. The Holy Spirit is next mentioned as the one who baptizes us with fire, Matt. 3 12, then as the one descending on Jesus as a dove, in intimacy, Matt. 3 16. In Matthew 4 1, He is revealed as the Spirit of Holiness, A.P.E., who led Jesus into the wilderness to confront and drive out the devil from the whole region. Later, Scripture describes him as the one who empowered Jesus's miraculous ministry, Luke 4:14. All of these early mentions in the New Testament enlighten us to the Holy Spirit's awesome and limitless potential, which now resides in us. For a more specific context, we next look at how Scripture introduces him in Romans. Romans 1 4 NKJV, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. Romans 5 5 NKJV, now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. In Romans, Paul first mentions the Holy Spirit as the one who raised Jesus from the dead, showing his great and very relevant power. Then he reveals him as the one who pours God's love into our hearts showing His intense passion and craving for intimacy. Let's summarize these mentions of the Holy Spirit, He is the one who births the things of God in us, baptizes us in fire, comes to us as a dove, vulnerable and intimate relationship, is the Spirit of holiness, who leads us to confront and overcome the enemy, empowers miraculous ministry, imparts resurrection power, pours God's love into our hearts develops the fruit of the Spirit in us, Galatians 5:22-24. All of these aspects of the Holy Spirit's work, including the fruit of the Spirit, come under His primary function of holiness, they are all therefore holy. When Paul says that we are free of condemnation if we walk in the Spirit, he implies that we are walking in accord with, and in the power of, these aspects of who He is. Let's just take the time to think about His name for a moment. We usually refer to the third member of the Godhead as the Holy Spirit. However, thinking of Him as the Spirit of Holiness has helped me understand His function. After all, He is not named the Miracle Spirit, the Power Spirit, the Tongue Spirit, or even the Spirit of Love. I'm sure He is all these things, but God names Him the Holy Spirit or Spirit of Holiness. Now, we know that we have been filled with the Holy Spirit and that greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world, 1 Cor 2 12. 1 John 4 4 KJV. So what are the ramifications of being filled with, even controlled by, the Spirit of Holiness? Let me explain by illustrating, if someone was under the influence of a spirit of anger, what fruit would we expect to see in their lives? Why, anger of course. What about if they were controlled by a spirit of greed? We'd expect to see greed manifested. And so it would go with a spirit of manipulation, pride, lying, or fear. But what about someone who is filled and controlled by a spirit of holiness? What should be the primary fruit we expect to see manifested in their lives? Would it be power, tongues, revelation? 
No, we would expect the primary manifestation to be holiness. These other aspects of his manifestation through their lives, would thus come under the heading of holiness, therefore, one who walks according to the Spirit and is led by the Holy Spirit would manifest holiness. And through loving intimacy, they would bring forth holy fruit unto God. We now obviously see that the outcome of walking in the Holy Spirit is holiness, but what is required from us for this to be manifested through us? A person who has a spirit of lying does not need lessons or training in how to lie and a person with a spirit of rebellion sure doesn't need a degree or credential to be empowered to rebel. So, why do we think that we, who are filled with God's Holy Spirit, need to develop holiness by our own efforts? Surely, the Holy Spirit is infinitely more powerful and capable than a spirit of sin, He is the infinite power of holiness inside us. Paul's teaching expounds this thought. Romans 8 2 DKJV for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Paul clearly teaches here in verse 2 that God's Spirit's power absolutely eclipses all other power. John confirms the absolute supremacy of the one inside us. 1 John 4 4 DKJV, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. If the infinite power of holiness is already inside us, why is there any struggle with sin at all? Obviously His holy power is in us and available to us, but Paul said there are still other conditions to seeing Him released, for example, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So far, we have already seen the first two conditions, that we are in Christ Jesus, and that we walk in the Spirit. What does walk in the Spirit mean, and how do we do it? Now he has mentioned that there is a law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. How does this law work? Can we cooperate with it in such a way that it works for us? We will look at the answer to all of these questions as this series unfolds. Tomorrow, we begin with the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. But to conclude today, let's focus our thoughts on the amazing divine person that God trusted us enough to have residing in us, His very Holy Spirit. Let's yield to His holiness today, let's draw near to Him and love the holy life He is constantly leading into and empowering us for. He is willing and super capable of bringing His amazing holy fruit through us, so let's love Him, trust Him, and relax in His amazing ability, fire, and the works He has for us to walk in. He creates them, we simply walk in what He creates, empowers, and opens for us. What holy work has He prepared for you to walk in today? Ephesians 2:10 TPT We have become His poetry, recreated people that will fulfill the destiny He has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it.